recording. Yes, we are. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to another Ramblin' Radio podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, this episode is going to blow your mind. I think, um, I don't know, I, I pretty much say that every episode because I get pumped every single episode. Um, I think we've been on a roll and every single episode I try to kind of build upon things that we talked about in other episodes, not to the point where it gets repetitive, but I like to, I like to just keep it almost like every chapter, almost like every podcast episode is like a chapter almost. It kind of feels that way for whatever reason. There's just a lot of things that I kind of keep talking about, but in different ways and not all the time, but I don't know. So there might be some, a little bit of repetition here and there, but it's just, I just kind of like to build and build and build. Um, so hopefully you guys are cool with that. But anyways, thanks for clicking on this episode. I'm really, really stoked about this episode, but before we get into it, you guys already know what's about to, what's about to be talked about right now. And that's the five star reviews because I love y'all so much. And it's just an ego boost for me. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I really don't mean for it to be that way. I just, I love sharing what you guys have to say and uh, kind of shouting you guys out. When I shout these reviews out, these five-star reviews, I'm shouting them out because I want to shout you guys out. And I want people that don't know the podcast that well to kind of hear what you guys are have been learning so far, if that makes sense. So that is kind of why I do this. And yeah, it's it's nice to hear that you guys are gaining a lot from it and feels good for me and makes me keep going 110%. So with that being said, we've got a dope review here by Jamie, 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 Jamie. <laughs> it's great. Um, Zach has been amazing with all the insight and perspectives on this industry and the entrepreneurial lifestyle. He's made it clear what's important and what to look out for while on this journey. We've all chosen to make it our everyday lives. I'll continue to listen and learn with an open mind and desire to achieve my own ambitious goals as Zach has done. That's amazing. I love that. I love what you said about the entrepreneurial lifestyle. Like I'm a creative, you guys are creatives, but if you want your own business, hate to break it to you, but you're an entrepreneur. Sorry. You're providing a service to somebody. You're solving somebody's problem. You are an entrepreneur. Um, I, I, I feel like the word entrepreneur has kind of like a poor taste in some people's mouths and if you want your own business, if you're, if you want to be more than just a freelancer, which I really recommend to all creatives, like you don't want to be a freelancer forever. You're not going to be 65 years old and freelancing. <laughs> you know what I mean? You want to have your own full blown running business, a real legitimate business. And, uh, if you do that, well, um, again, hate to break it to you, but you're an entrepreneur and that's, and that's that. Um, so thank you, Jamie, Jamie, uh, for your review, uh, Carl Frederick, he says, uh, as genuine as it gets, it does help that you're well-spoken or at least a mixture of your tone and great audio makes it seem like it. I truly enjoy listening to this podcast since you actually end up walking out with some good life lessons in a non-threatening or pressuring way. It's like leaving motivated, but not in a rush to get your life together. Keep it up. Love the topics. <laughs> get your fucking life together. God damn it. Um, no, I, I'm really glad to hear that. I think, I think that's super cool because I know when 
other people are kind of, they kind of yell at you with, with advice. I think it works for some people. I think it works for some situations, but you're not, no one's going to change unless they actually internally choose to change. And that can take some time. It's not going to be like, you know, you're, you're not going to, you know, repeat your bad habits for 10 years or five years or whatever, and then just automatically change overnight. It's just not going to happen. You have to slowly but surely chip away at that poor pattern and break it and then get, and then at over time, um, you start to form new patterns. So, uh, I'm really glad to hear that Carl. I, uh, I understand, but at the same time, it's good to have a little bit of pressure too. So, I think both is great. Uh, we got Trevor Sharon Sharon Trevor Trevor Sharon. I think I did that right. Um, he said, "Helpful. This is really sh- a really strong podcast with some really helpful information. Creators would do well to pay attention not only to what Zach says, but how he operates in a multimedia way. Implementing social media advertising, podcast videography, strong email presence, and many other points of contact with his audience. Yes." Thank you. Um, I'm glad you are taking notice. Yeah, it's it's not that hard to kind of see what I'm doing and kind of seeing the direction that I'm going. I'm not just on social media. I've got I've got email marketing. I've got the social. I've got um, my website. I've got the podcast. This is stuff that we talk about in the Creators Blueprint, which is my uh, my business program um, for creators. And the reason why you want to do that is because. Believe it or not, Instagram and Facebook are not going to be around forever. Somebody's going to swoop in and become the next Instagram. Maybe it even is another app or something by Instagram. Who knows? Um, actually, that wouldn't. I don't think that would make sense. But um, you get what I mean. And I'm sure some of you guys have, have heard this before, but it's always good to have a platform that is robust that isn't going away. So email is not going away. Um, podcasts is not going away. Um, you know, what your website is not going away. Social media is going to go away. Instagram, social or um, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, um, you know, all these different platforms are going to be going away eventually or changing. And um, yeah, it's just, it's good to be on multiple platforms, even if you're not really focusing on all of them. Um, it's, it's just, we, we, we can talk about that more. Uh, that, that's a, that's a different podcast episode. Um, let's do, let's do one more here. I actually like reading these cause they're giving me like podcast ideas. This is, this is amazing. Um, M squared, Y E M squared Y E. He said, I've received so much benefit from all things. Zach Kravitz and this podcast is no different. If you're a creator, you will benefit from this podcast tremendously. Not only does his guests provide great value, like sharing tips in their field of expertise, but even when Zach is alone, he talks about hardships and overcoming challenges as a creative. Uh, it lets you know you are not alone, but also guides and encourages you to continue moving forward or stepping back if that's what's necessary. Don't just listen to this podcast. Follow him on Instagram, YouTube, and sign up for his newsletter, All Things ZK. Wow. I think what I wanted to say here, he, he talks about the hardships of overcoming challenges just to kind of, you know, go over that. It's nobody's perfect. I, even if 
people's like appear to be perfect on on social media nobody's perfect everybody has shit you know i have been going through some shit this week that i haven't really talked about i've been kind of private about it i'm not going to go into details about it but last week uh was was pretty difficult for me i've been going through some self-doubt and just certain things that have been happening where i'm like just having having to scramble a little bit and uh adapt and you know just you know life throwing shit at me but um nothing to really complain about my point is everybody goes through it and i try to be as open about it as possible and i hope to continue doing that uh throughout the years however long i decide to do what i'm doing so yeah um thank you so much for the reviews and it's actually providing me podcast topics this is fantastic it's just going to be a solo episode today but I promise this is a fire episode and something that we need to be talking about. Um, but before we get into it, I have to say one last time, this is this is my last warning or not warning. This is my last reminder, friendly reminder uh, to sign up for my five day Instagram challenge on mastering the art of storytelling. Uh, I cannot tell you how important storytelling is. We're going to be talking about that on today's podcast episode, not just storytelling, but but why it's important and just kind of breaking it down and giving you kind of a sneak peek into what we'll be going over into the challenge. But this is so important, this whole entire topic. I highly recommend you guys sign up. We get started and let's see, you're listening. If you listen to this on Monday, we get started in a week. This is your last reminder on this podcast. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll be reminded multiple times. But on this podcast, this is it. The next podcast episode that comes out, um, it will be... Well, actually, technically, it won't be too late to sign up because they these come out at about 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So you'll have like five hours, five more hours to sign up. Uh, but this is pretty much your last reminder. So I just want to tell you, sign up and start learning storytelling. And we're going to be talking about that. The link will be in the show notes, or you can just go to www.zackkravitz.com slash ZK storytelling and sign up. We're also giving a thousand dollars to one lucky participant, just like last time. And what I'm really excited about, not just the content that we're going to be going over, but the way I've set it up, I've turned this whole challenge into a five-day workshop slash course. And it's on my site. It's actually being hosted on my site. So you guys, anybody that hasn't uh, purchased my courses and coaching, you guys are going to get a really cool insight of how it actually looks and how things are set up. With my courses and my programs, there are a bunch of different modules. Um, there's like over 20 hours of module content, but then there's also live coaching as well. So it's it's not just a course, it's a coaching course program. And um, you guys are going to get a sneak into what actual modules look like and what the members portal looks like. You get your own login, you get your own password. It's really nice. And I'm really freaking stoked about it. And I worked very, very hard on it. So um, I'm really stoked to, to just share this stuff with you guys um, and, and see the transformations and see what you guys get from it. So let's talk about storytelling today because it's literally how I've kind of it's literally how I've gotten to where I am today. Obviously there's a couple other things, some key business moves and some um, 
you know, key networking moves, but storytelling is probably in the top two of what got me to where I am today, living, um, a really, really fun lifestyle. And, um, I think the biggest thing about storytelling that people aren't understanding is the connection that you get from it. We're going to be talking about a few things, but number one is, is connection. When you are able to tell an amazing story, especially with your personal brand, people are going to be able to connect with your brand. They're going to be able to connect with you if it's your personal brand. And when, and when you can do this, you can build an audience. And I'm not talking 300K, 500K, or 1,000. I'm not talking about actual numbers. I'm talking about a personal audience that is, turns into your army, if you will. There's certain brands out there that have their own personal army where these people will literally do whatever they are told to do to a degree um, because they those people have built that trust, that authenticity, and um, they do that through storytelling. And I'm going to kind of give you some examples of what I mean by this. And it's probably not even what you think. When when I talk about storytelling, I think a lot of people think like, oh, like filmmaking, like a film, um, you know, a Hollywood, a Hollywood film story. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> that's probably one of the biggest ones. But when it comes to a personal brand, um, you can t- you can talk about things like vlogging, for example. Vlogging are many stories, right? Um, so there's not it's not just making movies. It's so so many different things. And it's not just video either. It's actually photography as well. Photography, there's huge, huge storytelling in photography. And a lot of photographers actually need to get into storytelling even more. You know, it's something that I'm trying to work on way more than than just um, just taking a quote unquote banger uh, that you hear all the time on Instagram. Uh, when you look at that one frame, what, is, what does it mean to you? And so when you're able to really do this, you have a lot of power and you can you have a lot of influence when you're able to tell these these different stories and you build this trust. And so because of the storytelling, you're able to build this trust. You're able to have influence and, and actually end up monetizing that. You can actually get people to purchase things. And there, and, and a, f- a couple of people just to, just to give you some ideas here of what I mean by this, who, and these people aren't, you, you couldn't even, you, in my opinion, you wouldn't even call them filmmakers, especially one of them. Um, but let me let me tell you who I'm talking about. So, a uh, great example, Christian Guzman. I don't know if you guys know who Christian Guzman is, but he's in the fitness industry. He's got a huge platform. Um, he's got over a million followers on Instagram, and I think he's I think he's over a million on YouTube. I, I'm not even sure anymore. But, anyways, he whenever you go to an expo. He's got the longest line out the door for his clothing and for him as a, as a personal brand. He's got the longest line out of every single influencer and brand, not just brand, but, or not just influencer, but, but actual brand. He's got the longest line by far. It's, it's literally like wrapped around multiple times throughout the building. Um, 
he can, <laughs> I love making this, this reference, you know, when he first started making Alpha Lee, and I, I don't want to put words in in his mouth. This is, this is my, this is my opinion of it. And I'm sure he would even agree with some of this, but, um, you know, when he started Alpha Lee, his clothing wasn't anything crazy different than any other brands, right? Like, like Gymshark or, um, shit i don't know i can't even think of another fitness clothing brand but it wasn't it wasn't crazy out of the park like whoa that's so different and i'm sure he can maybe attest to this right but he would sell out he would literally sell out of everything he could literally take a dump on a t-shirt and sell it to his audience because the power of storytelling. He is a master storyteller and he's been able to vlog and make people attracted to what he's doing and and to his brand. And so he could literally just take a dump on a t-shirt and be able to sell it in a second because of that. And that is the power of telling stories and being a storyteller. Another amazing example of this is David Dobrik. Anytime David Dobrik goes somewhere and people find out about it, there is a complete mob scene of people. It's, it's, I don't know if you've ever seen his Instagram stories of when he's doing like one of his pop-up shops or anything like that. He was actually in LA, uh, I think a few weeks ago, had a pop-up shop at Century City Mall. And it was a, to- it, it looked like a freaking rock concert. And my girlfriend was actually there. That's the only reason I knew about this. I, I wasn't there. And she said she had a, she just had to get out of there because there was just so many damn people. That is the power of being able to tell a clear and exciting and fun story. As you gain trust, you build an audience, and you can monetize. And 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 it's, it's it's so powerful. It is so so powerful. You build that connection. It's more than just creating like a a video or a film. Um, storytelling is in music, it's in photos, it's in paintings, it's in all kind of different art forms. Um, we're going to be going over uh, video and photo and personal brand and building an audience through storytelling. We're going to be going over that stuff, but it is in multiple different art forms. It's in every kind of art form um, is story. It, it, I have to just kind of ingrain that into your brain. Okay, so so number one is is connection, trust. Um, number two is when you're, you're able to tell an amazing story, you become extremely hireable, especially as a videographer and a photographer. You become very, very attractive to brands because what you're doing when you tell an amazing story is you're creating... You're creating emotion. You're making your audience feel something, right? When you can make your audience laugh or cry, you can make somebody buy. I'll say it again. When you can make someone laugh or cry, you can make someone buy. And when a brand has a product, which makes it a brand, obviously they want to sell it and they want people to buy it. That's the whole point, right? And when you tell a great story that can can influence emotions, 
that becomes very attractive because then you have the power to make someone buy. Buying, a lot of it has to do with emotion, emotional purchase, um, especially with with um, things like clothing brands, like fashion brands and stuff like that. It's like, it's an emotional purchase. It's not like, oh, I mean, to a degree, it's definitely maybe a little analytical where you're looking at like the quality and stuff like that. Does this fit your needs? Blah, 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 blah. But a lot of it is emotion, especially when you get into the really premium brands like supercars and exotics and, and high end fashion brands and things like that. A lot of it has to do with emotion. And so you become very attractive to these brands. Let's look at Nike, for example. Every time you watch a Nike ad, you probably get a bunch of goosebumps, right? It's because there's so much storytelling. There's so much emotion. They just, they sucker you in. They draw you in and they tell an incredible story and it makes you attracted to the brand. I think Nike has some of the best ads out there um, out of out of any kind of brand. I think they have probably one of, if not the best ads out there. And... Um, and that's why so many people copy their Nike ads. I don't know if you've you noticed, but um, I think Gymshark was another fitness clothing line. Um, they they had a major major influence with Nike when it, when they started putting out their athlete videos. The guys doing the the Gymshark videos, you just saw Nike within that, and that's because Nike's so good. I mean, I would I would have done the same thing. I would have looked at Nike and been like, okay, let's. Let's create something similar here, um, and you could you could see that definitely. So, again, you become very very attractive to these big brands because these big brands understand the power of storytelling. Just like with the Christian Guzman, the David Dobricks, these people, the, their audiences will just swarm their products because they are so invested in their personal brand because they were able to tell really good stories and just be connected. And obviously there's more to it. They have to have a personality. They have to be authentic, blah, blah, blah. But if you don't know how to tell a good story, you're not going to be able to show that true authenticity or show that true, um, just being genuine and then, and and that trust. Uh, and that's all because of, of story time. Number three uh, which is, this is a big one, is impact. If you're able to tell a really good story, you're able to leave your mark and have a big, big impact. And what I want to talk about with this is that it doesn't have that much to do with story itself, but more so of what do you want to create? What do you truly want to create? Not what other people are creating, but what do you want to create? And we talked about this last week with uh, Ryan Cow. Uh, I interviewed him and we talked about uh, becoming becoming who you truly are and, and, and actually actually sharing your voice and not somebody else's. And he's been having some issues with that and he's starting to break out of that now. And um, everybody has had issues with that. I've had issues with that with, in the fitness industry when I was making videos that had nothing to do with who I truly was, right? And so it's it's about impact and the story that you're telling. And a great example of this is um, Peter McKinnon, right? Everybody knows Peter McKinnon in the in the photo and video industry on YouTube. Um, he became almost like that. He became the tutorial icon. But 
I don't know if you have noticed, you probably have, there's a lot of people when he started doing what he was doing, a lot of people came out of the woodwork and, and started copying his formula, right? And this is actually, this is actually a good strategy, okay? If this is something that you want to do, this is not a bad strategy. You could literally follow Peter McKinnon, take his formula, copy it, and become successful. And there are creators on YouTube that have done that. And, you know, I don't know if that's wrong or right, you know, it's, it's whatever you want to do. That's up to Peter. If he, if he thinks that's wrong or right, you know, that's, that's another argument. Everybody is different. They're a different person, even if they're kind of stealing the formula or, or kind of copying the video topics and whatnot. Everybody's different and you know, they're gonna, they're gonna create it differently, even though it feels the same. So that's kind of, that's a different argument. But my point is, is you can be, you can be a a successful number two. Peter McKinnon is, is number one because he created tutorials in his own way that took off. Right. And people kind of tried to follow that formula. And you can be a, a, a complete success doing that. You really can't. And there's people out there, like I said, that are doing it right now. And maybe they don't do it anymore, but they did it initially to kind of gain that audience. And that is actually, that's actually a strategy that, that people do. Um, but it, the importance is it, it's a, you should do it as long as it's what you truly want. If that's what you want to do, then you should do that. But if it's not, then you need to rethink what you're doing and maybe kind of dig a little bit deeper and find your true story. Find the thing that you really actually want to do. Okay. And instead of becoming the number two, you can become the number one. Instead of being just another guy on YouTube with 300,000 subscribers, you can become an icon. Instead of getting just 300,000 subscribers, why not get 3 million subscribers? You're never going to be you're not going to be as successful as the number 1. And in YouTube lingo or YouTube terms, you're never going to be at the subscriber amount as the person that you're kind of copying the formula, right? You're not going to you're not going to get over that. But if you listen to your authentic voice and your story, you can become the next Peter McKinnon. You can become the next Sam Calder. You can become the next whoever. The number ones that kind of paved the path and kind of did their own thing and and, and other people followed suit in that. You could become that person. Instead of just being that other guy with 300K, you become the guy with 3 million. All right. You become the icon in whatever kind of story that you uh, decide to create. I hope that makes sense. I don't know if I'm explaining that very well, but um, it's storytelling and impact are one and the same. If you could tell an amazing story, you have a bigger impact. And if you want to be authentic and and be true to your own personal story, um, you're going to have an even bigger impact than just following suit and and becoming the number two or the number three. And there's nothing wrong with that. You can become very successful doing it, but you have to ask yourself that question if, if, if that's something that you want. Maybe it is. I don't know. Who knows? Number four, 
I want to talk about fancy transitions for a second. The number of reason why I hate transitions is because 98% of the time, it has nothing to do with the story. Most creators, and if this is you, you're probably going to get offended and that's okay. Um, I And I, again, everything that I talk about is from experience. I know this because I have done this. And I have been able to unplug from the matrix and look down at myself and see, wow, I was really doing that wrong, right? And so I hope you guys can can do the same. I actually just posted on Instagram a little Kendrick Lamar interview highlight clip about how you need to look at yourself in the mirror and really be honest with yourself and, and be a critic to yourself and, and stop pointing fingers at other people and really look at yourself and say, okay... I'm doing a lot of things wrong here. Let's try to let's try to fix this and start doing these things right. It's the same thing with your work. You got to be you got to be your own critic. You got to look at yourself in the mirror and, and and see okay, maybe these maybe these transitions aren't uh maybe they don't really have anything to do with the what I'm doing here. And the reason why most creators do it, I, I totally understand and I've done this. Trust me. You're basically you're basically putting whipped cream on crap, right? It's the same as dressing up your dog to look like a cat because you wanted a cat, but he's really a dog. All right, he's a dog. Your work is a dog. Stop trying to make it a cat. Um, there's there's actually a really funny meme. Um, shit, I forgot what it was. It was like this guy. There, like it was a, a huge water tank, right? And there was a crack in it, and water was spilling out. And he tried to put a big ass band aid over it and stop the water. And the water was the crappy footage or somebody's crappy footage, and the band aid was the transitions that people slap onto their project to make it look better or to fix the problem. And so the point there is that your your footage is bad. And you, you need to start with the footage. You need to make your footage better and not just put some some transitions to cover up your shitty footage. And <laughs> I love that that meme. I, I've never seen it before and it's so damn funny. It's so true. Um, so you gotta, you just have to look in the mirror and make sure is this, you know, are you doing this? Are you doing the, the fancy schmancy transitions? And there's very, very few people that actually do this right. People actually do this right. I promise you. I'm not just saying all transitions are bad. Transitions effects are freaking amazing, but there's two reasons. Um, that people don't get it right. There's two reasons why people don't get it right. Number one has nothing to do with the story. Why are you doing that transition? It has nothing to do with what you're even talking about. It makes no sense. Um, you're doing it just because you think it looks cool. Okay. So that's number one. That's the first reason why most people get it wrong. Number two is they just don't do it well. They don't execute it well. When you do a transition or you do an effect, you have to have best execution possible where you don't, you cannot even see a little minor screw up, nothing. Um, because as soon as there's a little bit of a screw up, maybe you didn't mask it right. Maybe there was just a little bit of a slip or something. The viewer automatically gets distracted. It throws off everything and you lose it. You lose the audience. It's over. Um, you have to get the execution right perfectly, literally flawlessly for 
most transitions, especially things with mass and stuff like that, for them to have that powerful effect. And just to give you some examples, because I want to actually show you guys that do this properly. Um, one guy is Gibson Hazard. I don't know if you guys know him. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing his last name right. But you know, a lot of people say he's like one of the best editors in the music industry, like the concert um, videography game and whatnot. This guy is not an editor. This guy is a freaking artist. The way he does all of his motion graphics and everything, you guys got to check him out. Um, his stuff is top notch and it is amazing. And it's cool to see his Instagram because you can see his early stuff and, and how he has progressed. Like his stuff in the beginning was, it was good. Don't get me wrong, but to where it is now, there's a huge gap. It became like, you know, amateur pro to, to a legitimate pro, um, at least in my eyes. Uh, so definitely check him out because he does the transitions. He does the effects. He does the motion graphics properly. And it has to do with the person that he's creating it for. There's a lot of storytelling there. Like, for example, he did something with Billie Eilish and there is a lyric about fire and stuff. And so there's all these burning buildings and stuff. And so he connects it with the story, with the song, with with whatever the project is. All right. And then another really good example of the effect game and all that is a music video. Um, by ASAP Rocky, uh, the song ASAP Forever. It was like when it came out, it was it was like this huge thing. People were going freaking nuts over this thing. Um, and you guys should check this out because it is literally done flawlessly. And it works with the song. It works with the story. And it's just it's so well done. Um, and it's a, an example that I like to use all the time with my filmmaking course students and showing them if this is something you want to do, this is how this is how good it has to be in order for it to work, or it's just going to come off as cliche. And it's maybe not cliche, but corny. I think corny is the better the better word. It's going to come off as just corny, and it doesn't mean to not post your work, um, you know, you're gonna, you're not going to be good at it in the very beginning. And I still recommend, even if you don't think it's as good as like an ASAP Rocky music video or Gibson hazard, like still post it, you're going to get better. Um, and you're going to look back at your work and see like, wow, I really sucked back then. And that's what you want. You want to cringe at your older work. Um, if you're not cringing at your older work, then something, something's not right there. Um, so that is all I wanted to say about storytelling. And I hope this kind of opened up your minds to how much storytelling plays a factor in so many different things. It's not just being a really good movie like the Joker. The Joker just came out and I'm so pumped to see this damn movie. Everyone's like, oh my God. It's the best movie out right now, and I'm sure it is, and I really want to see it. Um, although my girlfriend, Wix, she's like really scared to see it, so I might have to see see the movie with somebody else. If anybody wants to see Joker with me, let me know. Shoot me a DM, and let's go watch it. <laughs> um, but it's not just about the film. It's not just about filmmaking. It's about the personal brand. It's about um, how attractive you are to, to, to other brands and clients. It's about building your audience, building that trust. It's about monetizing your audience if that's something that you want to do. It's about 
what you do in your videos that have to do with story. The colors have to do with story. The lighting has to do with story. Your transitions has to do with story. If it's just cool, then it just becomes cool. And that's something totally different. It just becomes a skill. You know, it doesn't become hireable unless you can do it in a way that has to do with somebody else's story or your own story, if that makes sense. Hopefully, this kind of leaves a mark on what you do to produce content, whether it's for your brand or for somebody else's brand. Um, This is why storytelling is so important. And we're going to be diving into these things in the five-day challenge. This was just kind of your sneak peek into the challenge. And I am so excited to kick this thing off and see what you guys do. Um, I'm not going to be making you guys do a bunch of different things. Uh, I know you have busy lives. I know you have work. I know you have jobs. Um, You might even be traveling and stuff like that. So it's not going to take a lot of time um, with the execution. It's just going to be a lot of note taking, a lot of listening and hearing what you've taken away from the challenge is what I want to know so that you can start implementing it in the future. Uh, that is what this challenge is all about. And we happen to give a thousand dollars to one participant to go buy a camera lens, um, or something that has to do with furthering their career. That's what that's for. So anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. Um, Have a kick-ass week. If you need anything from me, shoot me a DM at Zach Kravitz on Instagram and get your friends in this challenge. I want you guys to, to partner up with people, one person or two people, and have that accountability. And start building your creative network. Talk about this all the time as well. That's that's another podcast episode is is building your creative network. It's so important because there's create when you build that network, you're going to get jobs from those creatives. You're going to give jobs to them. It becomes this full circle of opportunity because you're building that that creative network, um, which is is huge, 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 huge. That is the last thing I'm going to leave with you guys today. Yeah, shit. I'm like, I'm struggling to end this thing. I don't even, I don't even know what to say. Hope you guys have a kick-ass week. All right. <laughs> That's it. I'll stop talking now. Go back to your day. Go, go drive. Go, go to work. Go, go work on your stories. I'll talk to you guys next week. Peace. I've been hungry.